Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we have some election coverage for you. We have Helena Hayes, who uh, got over 70% of the vote tonight. Uh, welcome to the program, Helena. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, uh, you, you just really had a, a resounding victory, maybe the biggest victory in the whole state. Uh, I'm not surprised as hard as you work. You know what? That's exactly what we've been working towards and praying for is the the largest margin in the state. Okay. Um, my goal since since winning the primary was to take 75% of the vote in this district because I believe uh, that this district, yeah, I'm telling you, this district, this the values that I want to take a stand for are what matters to this district. And that's exciting. They showed it tonight. Well, they demonstrated it. I owe a great debt of uh, uh, to the gal that walked around at the pool in Pella with her shirt off. You know, I've told that story many, many times that I got, I, I was pulled into politics from a single incident and that's what it was. And so, yeah, you know what? A lot of good things come out of, um, you know, challenging situations like that. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, well, uh, I would actually... Yeah, it's wonderful. Let our listeners know what that event was that, that, that made you decide to run this race. Yeah, this occurred June 15th of last year. And, you know, Dave, we talked about this before that I, I'm, I'm like many, I was like many voters, you know, busy, um, somewhat disinformed, not disinformed, just not informed. Uh, not really following politics, not really interested, just, you know, living life, busy, had children, you know, work and, 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 um, yeah, this incident occurred, what, June 15th of, of 2021, so a year and a half ago, and that was when a 15-year-old girl went topless at the pool in Pella because she identified as transgender and didn't believe that she needed to wear a top. And of course, you know, in the conservative community as Pella, uh, it really upset a lot of people. And, you know, they showed up at city council meeting the next round, which was like a week after that. And uh, many, many people addressed the city council at the end of that night. They said they weren't going to take any further action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just a demonstration of how we have lost touch with um really basic simple things really really simple and i think people know that and yet somehow we are leaders and organizations and stuff still ramrod over uh common sense and and uh that propelled me into this and here i am i'm I'm going to take a stand i'm going to take a stand and fight for children because gender identity is harmful to children the ge- the whole entire gender ideology stuff that that you can actually change your gender well, they, um, weren't, they weren't listening to you then but they're listening to you now aren't they <laughs> oh yeah i suppose so well, it's i gonna... don't know how many pairs of shoes i don't know you knocked doors till your till your fingers bled. You you took nothing for granted, uh, but you cared about these little towns, these Kyotas, Richlands, oh. you know, the Pleasant Plains, the all these little towns. 
that your district makes up so much of, you know, and uh, that's, that's who supported you, wasn't it? Absolutely. And um, once I visited, we have 27 communities in my district. Okay. 27, 15 of those in Keokuk alone. And some of those communities are as small as, you know, 44 people population and, you know, all the way up to Sigourney or, you know, Oscar of course, being the largest in this district. And once I got all those completed, I started to go rural. I went rural, door knocking down the gravel roads. And I tell you what, that was the most enjoyable because the people come to the door and you talk and visit with them and, and they say, thank you for stopping. Nobody has ever stopped and knocked on our door. <laughs> and they were just glad to be included in this political process that they can be, they could be door knocked and they, and somebody would touch base with them and they could put a name with a face. And I loved hearing that. I, I, you know, I'm a rural, I've always lived rural. I've never ever in my entire life lived in a town except for one year on a college, on my college campus. And then I, um, then I, I rented a house outside of town, but, um, you know, I've always lived rurally, and so I've never had anybody knock on my door either. <laughs> well, you're, you're from you're from New Sharon, you know. Yes. That, that's a little little small community, and you really related to the people in this uh, in this area, didn't you? I do. I I, I did, and I feel like uh, that's why I can represent this district very accurately because it's conservative, and I've said this to many many people: it's biblically minded. The people of this district have a biblical worldview. They see the world through the lens of scripture. And um, and that's a good place to be. Well, it's a very uh, good place to be. Uh, well, what, uh, how did it feel when, when they put that check by your name that said you were going to win this? <sighs> you know, um, it's exciting. I definitely have to confess it's, it's heavy, though. It's a heavy, it's a heaviness too, because there are some serious issues and, um, you know, with a hundred representatives, there are a hundred across the state, right? Uh, I don't get to just go in there and do what I want. You know, I don't just don't get to change everything. I will work hard to bring about, uh, policies and legislation that are, that, that keep kids safe, uh, promote families and, and, and business and liberty and freedom, all the things that are, that, that just are basic ideas and, and yet are being slaughtered today. And, um, it feels really, it really feels really good at the same time. It's, um, it's, it's a heavy burden uh, and I'll take it very, very seriously. So yeah, I'm, I'm so looking forward to working uh, getting to work, you know, this campaign, it's been a long, long campaign, you know, since, since I, since I turned in my um, nomination papers back in March. Well, uh, uh, you won an election that, uh, uh, primary election that kind of shocked the world. I remember reading some national stories <laughs> about, you know, all these people that beat, uh, which were basically Republican candidates sponsored by school boards or uh, uh, teachers unions. And, uh, it had a list of all the ones that done it, but the one at the top was you. Yeah, it, it was because my opponent was chair of the education committee and, um, you know, uh, resisted what a lot of people in this district want, which is the option to, uh, to 
fund the child and not the institution. And so that became a big issue. It's not the reason why I got involved into this arena, but it, it became an issue. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm a homeschooler. I've been homeschooling over 20 years and I believe in uh, people having choice, lots of choices for how they want to educate their families. And there shouldn't be any limits on what is available to them. You know, if this is really about children, asking yourself, what can I do as a parent to give my child the best possible learning option. Uh, why would we ever stand in the way of that and, and supporting families to be able to do that? Because we know if you have three children, you have three totally different worlds there, right? Any of you that have children out there, you know that two are not alike. And so, you know, what works for one student may not for another and, and parents know that best. Parents know their children and, and, and are their biggest fans and we can trust parents with their own children and making decisions for them. And so, yeah, uh, that was a, a handsome win too in the primary. And I, and I think, you know, my, my opponent, he, he did a lot of good things while he was at the state house. Uh, I just, um, I just didn't see him standing up for really basic, simple things like, you know, protecting children from sexualized uh, ideologies and things like that. And so that's why I ran and now I get to do it. Um, well, the voters agreed with you and you're going to bring some common sense to Des Moines. Well, uh, it looked like a pretty great night for Republicans across the state, although it took a long time uh, for everybody to get in the lead, but uh, uh, they called the Finster race. Uh, yes. Looks like Zach Nunn's going to uh, unseat Cindy Axney. Uh, looks like Ashley Henson and Miller Meeks are both uh, going back to Congress. That's a clean sweep. And it looked wow. like to me we swept every single one of the statewide uh, elections, including Brenna Bird. Looks like she's going to dump. Uh, oh, oh my goodness! Praise the Lord! I haven't even seen that yet. Yeah, wow! Uh, you know, uh, Heather Hora won uh, her state senate race, dumping McKinney, who'd been a, a, a long time uh, uh, sen uh, uh, state senator. So, yeah, uh, and she's in the house though. But uh, uh, that's that's all good. I mean, we've got some good candidates, and uh, it's, it might bode well for school choice, won't it? Yes. Yes, it will. And let me, you know, that reminds me, Dave, you, when you brought up the primary, one thing I want all of your listeners to remember is the importance of being involved in a primary. Okay, you know that, I know that. I didn't know that actually until, you know, not that long ago, because you know that primaries are when a Republican faces off a Republican. And by the time you get to the general, most Republicans are just going to vote Republican. But whoever's on that ticket in the general will get their vote. But it, the most important time is in a primary in the spring when you are choosing the best candidate to put on that ballot in, in November. And I just encourage all of your listeners to please, please, be more involved in a primary, okay? That's where their really important things matter, really. And so we've got one coming up here in two years already. You know, we got an election year, a presidential election year in two years. It's going to be a big deal. Well, and so, yes, listeners, please pay attention to the primaries. Well, there was a huge turnout tonight. Uh, I was a big crowd there when I voted early this morning. 
and uh, uh, I, I live pretty close to where the, the voting is. So I kind of look out my window and see, and I was uh -huh. seeing uh, ninety percent of the parking lot full. I mean, almost oh. all day long. Uh, wow. We had a huge turnout. Now the voters, you know, I live in Richland, Iowa, Keokuk County. Uh, uh, the voters here appreciate someone that works hard and is straight with them. And I think that was what you were this time. Uh, uh, you, you know, I think you answered people's questions, whether they like the answers or not. You gave them a straight answer, didn't you? Absolutely. And I will. You know, we may not agree. And I want to hear your side and I'll, I'll express my side, how I've come to my conclusions. And, you know, a lot of times people just they just don't have enough information and they are basing their uh decisions on on very small amount of information and when you become informed and you dig uh you you oftentimes find that you may be on the wrong side of the issue and i think that's that's been true uh when it comes to life um when it comes to uh even just um you know the carbon pipeline and and um some of the, some of the more you know things like even voter integrity you know did where are we really at in our safe and free elections so yeah uh, <clears throat> the voters the voters spoke tonight and i thank them for that you know i've had so much help in this campaign i cannot tell you the supporters um that have helped me in many many different ways so if any of your listeners know that they've done door knocking or they've talked about this race you know and and told their neighbor that, hey, she stopped by and we talked about this. You know, they helped spread the word, everything. Put a sign in their yard. Just got the information out there. I, I just thank all of you for doing that because uh, this truly was a team effort. And, and most importantly, I just give thanks to my Lord who has gone before me in all of this. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, you put out a lot of signs. I mean, I, I, I saw your signs everywhere I turned, you know. And <laughs> And that takes a lot of work to, to get those signs out and to find those yards and to talk to people. And then it takes a lot of money mm -hmm. to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, get get to pay for the signs and, and, and the gas mm -hmm. and everything. And you did not raise, I know in the primaries, you didn't raise very much money at all, did you? No, no. <laughs> I don't think I broke $5,000 in the primary, which is, you know. Typically, people are spending twenty thousand dollars. I was told I would need twenty thousand dollars to run, and I didn't quite hit five thousand. And I have to confess, I didn't go working very hard at fundraising. Uh, I do. I have to confess that I just wanted to get out to the people. You know, money didn't buy my vote, but people voted for me, and and that's what I believe. You know, grassroots, actually talking to people, meeting them at their houses or at the cafe or whatever, they need to see that you're just, you're just a real person. And, and, um, and you need to talk about the issues in depth enough that they, they know where you stand. And so, yeah, uh, the signs were so, so helpful. I had so many people that put out hundreds of signs for me and, or let me put them up in their yards and stuff, which I'll be gathering up soon. If any of you have a sign, I'm coming for it. Cause you know, I don't want you guys to have to store it for two years or just throw it away because I'm very fiscally conservative too. And I'll reuse those, uh, here in the general, I don't think I, you know, have spent more than $5,000 on this campaign either. And, uh, that's okay. That's okay. Because, uh, grassroots doesn't necessarily take big money 
it just takes your time. It does. It does. It takes your time for sure. But I had that time and I spent that time with people and, and, um, and I intend to do that in the future too. I want these people that I've touched base with to follow along as we go forward here and know what's going on. I'll, I, on my face or on my website, I do have a website and you can go on there. You can sign up for a newsletter that I'll be putting out in January and that'll just keep everybody, you know, up to date and in touch with some of the stuff that's going on at the Capitol. Cause uh, we get, we just, there's so much, you know, in this world right now, we are, we are in an age of information. Ignorance is not an excuse anymore. And so um, it's almost actually like too much information out there. You're just so overwhelmed. You begin to just shut it all down. But certainly there's no reason why we can't find out anything we want to on any topic. So, you must have spent about 50% of your money on signs, about 25% of your money on gas, and another 20% <laughs> another of your money on shoes. <laughs> I think you wore, wore out uh, several pair of shoes uh, along the way. Uh, you, should, you should see my favorite pair of tennis shoes. There are holes. <laughs> I, I need a new pair really badly. You need some comfortable shoes. Uh, 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 shoes to to do as much walking and, and as much you're in pretty dang good shape i, I know you run uh, uh some uh, long uh races or uh, marathons or something yes. Didn't you? yes i love to do half marathons i did not do my fall one though because i just didn't really have time to train for it <laughs> i mean walking is good but you really need to be running you know half marathon is what 14 you know just or 13 point what is it 13.4 or 13.2, you know, and miles. And, and I just didn't have the time to put in, you know, eight mile days or 10 mile days. And I, I may have walked that, but that's just not the same. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, did, have you talked to Kim Reynolds yet? No, I actually haven't. She did call me in the primary on my primary win night, uh, but I haven't yet. She's celebrating her own yeah, awesome win right now. She's got about 60% of the vote, uh, too, you know. Uh, her and uh, Governor DeSantos and uh, Christina Noem yes. there in North Dakota, uh, they were the, the governors that uh, ended the lockdowns the soonest, and, yeah. and they all cruised to victory, too. They did. Amazing victory. Telling you, people want, they want grounded thinking. Back to that common sense. This isn't that difficult, you know, that to to uh, know, know what's right, know truth, know know what's um, not harmful to families and children and, and our freedom. <laughs> well, uh, it was a great night. It looks like the Republicans, uh, uh, they, they beat, uh, um, uh, I think his name's Miller, who was the attorney general, who'd been in there since uh, 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 Jimmy Carter, I guess. He went in with Jimmy Carter. Brenna Bird was a candidate that we talked to earlier. She looked like a fireball. She she was all you know. She 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 won a, a statewide. Uh, uh, Fitzgerald was a treasurer. He'd been the treasurer. I don't know 20, 30 years. He got dumped tonight too. Yeah, it's amazing. I was going to see some really good things coming up. So pay attention, everybody. Pay attention and well, and stay engaged. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about yet? Oh boy, gosh, I think we covered it pretty well. Uh, you know, I do remember Dave, our very first interview. 
<laughs> and we talked for uh, half an hour on on basically some of the reasons why I already mentioned how I got started in this and and I just remember thinking you know that um, it was just so unusual you know you you have a podcast that reaches many many people in in a wonderful uh, or urban area and and I remember thinking, wow, I'm going to have to actually get used to this. And, <laughs> and here I am talking to you. And I think this is at least our third time. And I just really appreciate it. I appreciate what you do, how you connect to people. Please continue to do so and continue to grow your podcast and and keep people informed. Um, it's wonderful. Thank you. Well, we just try to keep people up on what's going on in Iowa. We try to stay positive And uh, we, we, you know, we... I, I called every candidate I, I I could get a hold of. A lot of them didn't want to talk, but uh, uh, we had we had three that helped uh, helped us advertise through the baseball and football season, and you were one of them. And all three of them won. Uh, Adrian, Dickey, <laughs> Jeff Shipley, and you all won handily. And uh, it's probably only you know fifty sixty percent round guy radio. Well, now I think the conclusion is if you want to win your race, you've got to. You've got to advertise with Round Guy Radio. So I'm pretty sure that's what the conclusion of that story is. Well, I, I'm sure all the all the ones that lost were, were thinking that if I just got on Round Guy Radio, we could turn this thing around. Exactly. exactly. But you know what? You reach you reach people who are engaged and they talk about this. And you know, you may reach one person in a tractor here, but he's he goes down to the implement store or down to the feed store and he's talking to 10 other guys. So, you know, this is beautiful about the connections and and I appreciate that so much. You connect people. It's good. It's very well, good. I think the rural people like like the podcast. You know, we, we, we do mostly uh you know the high school football and baseball and basketball, you know, but that's what Iowans care about. You know, they love it. They care about the schools. They care about the kids. But we, you know, we try to be like a radio station. We don't do the weather, but we try to do everything else. And you know, somebody writes a book, we want to have them on. You know, somebody, uh, uh, you know, anything that they do, any anybody that's representing Southeast Iowa, well, we'd like to have them on. And we've been very proud to have you on. And I'm very proud to have you as my representative in Des Moines. I, uh, I just, a lot of times I just don't feel like I get represented very well, but someone who has my faith, that has my values, that has, um, I feel like is going to have my back up there in Des Moines. And we're so proud of you and uh, congratulations on, on a, on a very successful one. You may have won by the, the highest percentage of any, any candidate in the whole state. <laughs> that was the goal. That's what we set out to do to make it big. We didn't just want to win. We wanted to win big and um, it, it'll be an honor. It'll truly be an honor to serve the people of this district. Well, I, 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 I just stand in awe. I, I really do right now. It's, it's surreal. Well, uh, the people of the district didn't just support you. They prayed for you a lot, I think. And, and tonight, oh, our oh my through. goodness. You're not kidding. I, I've had so many people that have petitioned the Lord on my behalf and it is humbling. Oh my goodness. It's just, it's just humbling. Well, and, and, and that adds to the weightiness of it that, you know, I, I want to make sure I, I, I do right. I do right by these people and um, your people and everybody that I get to represent. And, and so it's, it's a exciting time for sure. 
Well, listen to the people, inform yourself, and follow your heart, and you'll be you'll, you'll, you'll be uh, you'll you'll be uh, uh, doing just fine. And congratulations, so much! Uh, I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, and I'll you'll be hearing more from me. Just well, at least call I have somebody time. I can talk to to find out what's going on up there, and uh, hopefully we can get some school choice going and uh, lots of other great things. And yes. Uh, uh, one more time, congratulations, and thanks for being with us. Thank you.